Would you guys like to know what the Guinness World Record is for largest Bloody Mary? I'm a really fun drunk. Say, at, at a boy to that. And I, I wonder how you drive with a fused... Uh, he could have solved this the whole, other whole, foot. whole problem without or, driving to or, begin or, with. Or you, or you Uber everywhere. I mean, it's... Uber? Uber. What's a Uber? <laughs> right, now you're just picking on me. No. No. It's <laughs> not. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, his... His nickname was Fig Jam. So something happened significantly at the at our tournament, and it's happened once before. This is our third. It's our third. It's our third. We've never given away the um, the ten thousand dollar prize that we do right uh, for a hole in one, but we did have a hole in one. We had a gentleman by the name of Benjamin Os. Team practices first. Ostoja. O-S-T-O-J-A. Apologies in advance. Oh, man, he's got so much stuff, and we'll talk about it at 850, Mm -hmm. that he's got something coming that he didn't even know. Okay. Um, But Ben Ostoja made a hole-in-one. Ben-O. Ben-O. Big Ben. Big Ben. Just call him Big Ben. Animal survives, yes? What would you say, Kern? What was the other one? I said emu. Emu. <laughs> I don't think you see a lot of just just random marooned emus. There's emus and llamas near, near where I live. Yeah, I know the ice cream inside. I have no idea what they're wrapped in. Rice, 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 rice. Rice, rice, rice. <laughs> <laughs> Triple rice. It's rice flour. Rice. I was looking for the... No, I like the rice, rice, rice. Go, go. What's pork? One of these days, we'll just take a day. Abu Dabu. Adio and good morning, pleasant Saturday, wherever you may be. It is Saturday, September 9th, around 8 o'clock in the morning. It's around this time on 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket, you have the tee box. For the last 29 years, today is a two-box. We have Craig Rosengarten, and we have myself, Rick Arnett. Eli Jordan will be taking the day off. He's enjoying his new fridge. Yeah. Got himself a new fridge. I heard about that. Yeah. Last one wasn't good. He hates Kenmore more than any human being hates another company. If you want to know what's going on in Eli's life, what's in, uh, like a little bubble on top of his head, <laughs> just go to Twitter. Because whatever it is, Rangers, bad appliances, plumbing issues, you know, he's a, he's an open book. Yeah. That's why we love him. Yeah. Uh, we'll be on for the next two hours talking golf and other things. Uh, at 8.50, a special guest today, Armin Katain. He of... Uh, He's an award-winning journalist. Been on HBO the last Sports. He's, we've already had him on before. Yeah, for uh, Tiger's book. Yeah. Yep. And he was on 60 Minutes for a long time. He still is, I think. I don't know. I haven't watched 60 Minutes in a long time. But I used to love it. So he's gonna be on at 8:50 because he's got that new book out uh, about um, Billy Walters, Gambler: Secrets from a Life at Risk. And obviously, part of that 
segment will be uh, the chapters on Phil, Phil Mickelson. So we'll talk about that at 8.50. But the T-Box, uh, uh, proudly sponsored by your PGA Tour Superstores, four in the Metroplex. Don't forget the T-Box special, 50 off 250 If you spend $250 at any of the stores, you go up to the counter and say T-Box. They'll give you $50 off. Just like that. Yep. And uh, golf moves. We have Grand Oaks. We have Hidden Creek. We have Crush It. And the big one coming up on Monday. So check out Golf Moose. Generally, when you say it's a big one, I pretty much know which one it is. Happens once a quarter. Yeah. Right? Okay. Let's uh, introduce the crew. We have Kern out here, Engineering. Good morning. Morning to you. He beat me at the office, to the office today. What a boy. He always got such a sweet ride now. He I does. Do. Thank you. Nice rumble and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's old school like that. Uh, back at the station, uh, Kevin Landrum has moved on to... They have a new college football show, 10 to noon. And so he's moving up the ranks. Everybody move up, moves up the ranks from the tee box. Save us. it. Save it for next for next segment. Okay. Because I have a, a shout-out and a pat on the back. All right. Up next. Okay. Oh. Uh, we have Connor Caldwell running the show back there. Morning, you. Good morning to the tee box. So, quickly, what, what do you do during the week? What's your bit? Um, radio at a different, uh, conglomerate that's not big. It's a mom and pop, smaller station. Where is it at? Is it up north? Uh, it's in Allen. So. Allen's got a radio station? <laughs> yeah. What, what format? Um, Americana, country music. Okay. Americana. Are you a DJ or yeah, you a producer? Yeah. DJ. You're, you're DJ? Yes, sir. Love it. So you get to read liners and yeah. hit the post and all that good stuff? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so I have a question. So. You get playlists, right? So you're doing new country, like, hits and stuff? Bro country? Uh, it's actually the opposite. We're anti-bro country. We're not a fan of that. But so yeah. do so, you have recommended playlists, or can you run whatever you want? Yeah, it's it's recommended by the program director, so it's... It's the program director, so it's not recommended by, like, the labels or anything. Um, well, the labels recommend it to the program exactly, director. Yeah. The program director filters it. it down. Yeah, it's... Got it. It's, um, so when do you work? Um, What's your hours? Monday your shift. Th- Monday through Friday, two to six. Oh, all right. well, drive time. It's comfy. Interesting. Okay, right. good for well, you. Welcome to sports. Yeah, we love sports. That's your little oasis. Yes, it the is. Week. And doing tickers today. Twice an hour is one Travis Huddleston. Good morning to you. Good morning, T Box. Wow, look at that voice. Listen to that. Those pipes. Twice a week. Twice an hour. Twice a week. Twice an hour. Yes, twice it all works. Uh, what do you do during the week? Well, I don't know if Connor wants to queue up Vivaldi, but the past two weeks I was in Italy, so I'm coming back from that. Uh, yeah, where'd you go? I'm going there in a couple weeks. Uh, Rome, Florence, and Venice. Wow. I'm doing that. Boy, ticker, ticker money. Yeah, I'm uh, doing no, that. Ma- marrying up. That's what, I, that's what I've smart. done. Smart. Yeah. Okay, that guy's smart. Travis is smart. I'm going to Rome, Florence, but I'm going to near Siena, Elba Island? You're yeah. just going to the Ryder Cup. Well, that's, that's where I'm ending. <laughs> that's where I'm ending up. That's where I'm ending I'm going up. over there, and you can't just go for three days. So I'm going over to Europe, and well, why would I go to why would I go to Italy for three days? What's the that's what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're going because you're going to the Ryder Cup. You're going to have to spend some time in the rest of the country. Yeah, I'm going to be fat when I get back. Not that's that's my goal. Not what uh, did you get a nonstop? Um, no, we stopped in. We actually flew to Istanbul first. Um, and I then, looked at that flight. Yeah. It wasn't too I bad. It wasn't too bad. I got a direct from. Uh, 
from DFW. It's only 10 hours. That a boy. It wasn't any I more, gave you either. a list of movies to watch, too. You better watch at least one of them. Well, I don't have an iPad. So? I want to bring, uh, maybe I'll bring my laptop. I hey, don't like what's, laptop. what's two of the movies? What the hell else are you going to do on the plane if you're not going to bring For your 10 laptop? hours? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, bring your flipping iPad, you nut job. I don't have an iPad. I mean, your I'll, bring, iPod. I'll, I'll bring my iPod. I'll bring my laptop iPod. <laughs> iPod. <laughs> I don't think they have screens on you an borrow iPod. Borrow from they the office. Some. You want to borrow the mini iPod from, iPad from the office? <laughs> you want. Maybe. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe we'll you see just I, will. Let's see if I want to pay for wire, the wireless. They don't, they, charge you. Stuff. they don't charge you. Oh, that's no. right. I'll download the. No, the, all you have to do is when you're in, the, if you're American, right? Yep. You go to, you turn it, you go to aainflight.com right. while you're on the plane. It hooks in and you get free entertainment. Okay. You get free movies and TV shows. Right, but I want to download the movies, you said. No, you can no. watch them on there. I can I can pull it off like a yeah. like a, on you'll demand. Watch it, you'll watch it online. It's it's streamed. interesting. Yeah. All right. See, that's it's good to be around veterans. It's every airline right now does that, right? I know yes, American does it do. on every flight. I've never unless it's an older plane that doesn't have no, that so, capability. This or the, or this or a wide body pilot's a jerk and won't turn it on. <laughs> Why would he do that? But this happened, man. Really? Yes. That's kind of uppity. Man, anyway, man. looking forward to it. Well, good. Did you have a good time? Did you get fat? Uh, yeah, we ate too much gelato and pasta, so yes, yes. That's what I hear, because I'm a big ice cream fan, so gelato, I hear, is like on the docket a yeah. lot. Make, look for the ones that are that don't have the heaping piles, then you know it's real good, because they got it. Yeah, you know they like heap it on top, that's not a good sign, not a good sign. Yeah, I know exactly what you I pick up heaping piles when I walk the I know exactly what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah, something doesn't sound very kosher, Heaping piles of anything to eat. That sounds just not awesome. So, you know, have you ever been to a gelato place where they have the, the thing full of, of gelato? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they load it up on top of it. So it looks like there's a bunch. It looks like it's a mountain of okay. gelato. Yeah. He's saying don't look for them. Right. Look for the ones that are already down because they're that, popular. Yes. Yeah, I do that with ice cream, too. Hmm. Yeah, I go to the popular, popular containers. So, yeah. All right. Well, award-winning open. That was good stuff. All right, let's get this show on the road. Uh, T-Box. Let's start with, okay, so this happens a lot, is when PGA Tour pros are starting up, their fledgling careers, they usually have people invest in them. Cause fledgling? Fledgling, yes. Fledgling. Don't say it. It's fledging. Kern? I'm sorry? What is it? Is it fledgling or fledgling? Fledgling is I think it's fledgling. Word. What is it, no Travis? You, you tickers. You better know English. It's fledgling? It? Oh, it's not it's fledgling. It's not a word. Okay, I'll see you again. I'll see you again on Friday. <laughs> okay, all right. Fledging? It's fledging? It ain't know. fledgling. I know that. Right. It's it's fledging. Yeah. It is? Yes, yeah. it's fledging. Well, there you go. We're already starting off on a high note. And we got a, I got a big shout-out. We got a big shout-out. And I have a funny... Um, promotion from a PGA Tour player that is ridiculous. I'm going to post it. Go to at Arnett Rick and you guys can follow along because watching it is just as funny as hearing it. Is it at Arnett Rick now or X Arnett Rick? I noticed that I was watching the news this morning and they were looking at their Twitters and they replaced the at with the at with the Twitter X. Whatever it is. Yeah. X or at. Ampersand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All that next on the little ticket. Fledgling. 
Fledgling. Fledgling. Fledgling. Thank you. That's from Webster's Dictionary. There is an L. Didn't have to beat me up in the break about it. Well, I'm just saying. I didn't think, I don't think I'd ever heard it. You know, we've done this show for so long. After a while, we start questioning our own sanity. And, <laughs> and it's like, and you guys were, and everybody, okay, everybody on the crew said fledging, right? Did Not I hear that correctly? He, he, I think uh, Travis did. Anyway, let's move on. All right. So, so before I get into my shout out. Oh, let's, this, oh yeah. yeah, this segment is proudly sponsored by Invited Clubs. Yes. Bunch of great uh, private courses in the Metroplex. All different price ranges, different locations. After that last segment, hopefully they'll renew next year. You know what? <laughs> they know what they're getting into. <laughs> We've worked with them far too long. Okay. They, so let's talk about the greatness of the T-Box. Okay. So. I want to shout out to one Ryan Baldwin, yeah, who has moved up and has been promoted to mid morning tickers. Yep, Baldy, which is kind of a promotion because now he's got to get up at Odark thirty. To That's just going. another T box impl- personality. Yep, moving up in the company. I mean, how many of them have happened? This is we are the greatest farm system in sports. We're the trampling. Or the career There's trampling. no question. And Kevin Landry's took his tiny step up. He'll keep going. Well, it's not a tiny step. He's got his own show coming up. It's college football. Still weekends. Doesn't matter. He'll be midday soon. I'm just saying. He, he, he you watch. He, he took a he took a small leap. He's going to take another one. I mean, as the things are moving on, think of all the guys from the T box who have moved up. Sean Bass, mm-hmm. a radio personality now. I want to say Ty. Ty started. Ty. Yep. Corby. Layla. Corby. Yeah, Corby. Layla. Layla, Layla? Yeah, Layla's, she's, she's big time in Chicago now. Yep, she's big and famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just happens, man. You want to you want to make it in radio? Get on the tee box. Why, why hasn't it worked for us? We've decided to problem. stay here. This is you know some people just want to stay where they are. That's true. And we've stayed where we are. We're in our we've had offers. Whether we like it or not. Want to talk about the offers we've no. had? Let's see. We've had offers. Syndications. Oh yeah, syndications. We that said no. We said be, no. That used to be a thing till podcast came became popular. I'll never forget the first time we went into a. Some guy says, "Hey, we want to syndicate you guys." Yep. God, that was. We're just gonna. Like you're gonna make millions. You're gonna be the next. Um, who was a guy in Dallas worked on one hundred six point one? Kid Craddock. Kid Craddock. Craddock. You're gonna be the next Kid Craddock. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two of us. Well, you'll be the Kid Craddocks. The next <laughs> yeah. Kid Craddocks. I'm never <laughs> saying that too. We go somewhere to. Down in the Oak Cliff to go to we the did. studio. And what you're going to do our first show? We're going to syndicate your first show. And uh, and then the numbers they threw out. So depending on how many stations pick you up, yeah, we were gonna, cranking. We were each going to get $62 per station. I don't know how they came up with $62. 62. But if you hit a thir- certain threshold, you got more. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and we're doing the show. And I guess, are you ready? It's fine. All right. We need an investment from you. Yeah, I remember that. See ya. A little sweat equity. See ya. No. Us talent, uh, talent doesn't do that. No. no you got to We have enough. Well, the, the, more more importantly, we had we have other things to do. If we do, it's like we we have. Wear a lot of hats. Yeah. So anyway, fingers I'll on never a lot forget of pies. Then we did the TV show. Uh, I missed that. I miss the G- golf gadget police. The golf gadget police. We were the golf gadget police. I need to bring that back someday. We just don't have time. 
Yeah, because we used we didn't to make money on it. We used to uh, TV's we, fun, but you, it's hard to make money. We used to test outlandish new golf products. Some of them worked out. Some of them not so good. But we had a good time. Yeah, we had a good time with it. Okay, Uh, let's start off with. We'll get to Tony Finau here in a second. Maybe we save him for later too. Well, it depends on how long this segment goes. Okay. Okay. So Xander Shoffley, great player, San Diego State. He's uh, he does everything but win a major. Mm -hmm. Right. So he has. uh, Posted on Twitter, I I uh, retweeted it at Arnett Rick. It still says Arnett Rick on my timeline, so okay. no X yet. And he's doing a spot for, I think it's DraftKings. You're talking about Xander Shoffley. What did I say? You said Tony Fino. You said we're going to get to Tony Fino later, and then you said Tony Fino. All right, Xander Shoffley. Let's reboot. Yes. Yeah, Xander Shoffley. So let's play this and tell me if he's doing this off the cuff or is he badly reading a teleprompter. What's going on, everyone? The golf season is heating up, and I'm back again with my partners at DraftKings to let you know how to get in on all the golf action with Rainmakers PGA Tour. Build your ultimate golf franchise with digital player cards, then set your lineup to compete in no-fee fantasy golf contests each tournament of the season for your share of huge cash prizes and more. From a classic or showdown contest to match play and cup event-based contests, there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Head over to DraftKings Marketplace to build your lineup and get in the game today. New customers, don't forget to use my promo code Xander when signing up. Okay. So. That's a lot of words. What's going on, really everyone? Yeah, okay, enough up. of you. No more. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Okay, so. What I. Wasn't funny. Wasn't funny, except he was so bad, it was good. He got roasted on Twitter. Did he? Yeah, and and rightfully so. So this isn't something that's live. This is taped. So who's ever the producer of this should be shot, figuratively, not Mm -hmm. literally. Because you could tell his eyes are not even remotely close to looking at the camera. He's reading it in, like, if you go to a, like, you listen to a podcast or something, you can speed up the the pace he sounds like he's double timing <laughs> and it's just so it's so unnatural and so forced and so ridiculous now on the other hand somebody might have been a genius because i guarantee he got way more views because of the way he How presented it, it yeah it's probably not a bad idea right that's how our show is sometimes that's how we became famous on the friday uh emergency break well, right? I Any call pubs, it good pubs. Oh, I think we were. I think it'd probably be infamous. Oh, I think it's both. It's I'll take both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough of that. I think we have a couple moments for Tony Finau. Okay. So Tony Finau is being sued. He's being sued because, as we said earlier, when golfers are fledgling golfers are trying to make their way into the PGA Tour, fledgling, um, they'll get investors sometimes. They'll get some high-tone guys at the country club, and they'll invest some money. And and usually the deal is you invest, you're not expecting anything back. I mean, the odds on you making – this is a tax write-off. Can you even tax write-off an investment in a player? Absolutely. Can it's you? An investment's an investment. Okay. So you have that going for you. It's like investing in a bad movie. You know, you need some write-offs. But 
if you hit gold, you hit the the PGA Tour lottery, and Tony Finau is making like thirty. He's already made thirty million dollars or so. Well, you kind of want some of that money back. So these guys are saying that they have not been paid, and they're seeking approximately one point one million, and they want individually up to twenty percent of Finau's career earnings which could amount to tens of millions. I guess it's all, it's all based on a contract, right? They have to sign. This is mm-hmm. not just a verbal agreement. So I think it's going to go to trial. It'll be interesting that he's made how, officially $37.3 million. How does this go to trial? It's, it's either – this to me should be black or white. Either they had an agreement or they didn't. Well, I guess it depends on how much you want to get. I mean, you can settle, right? I've watched enough – episodes of suits you can settle or you can go to court and get more this does not go to trial well not go to trial so i wonder why i wonder why it even got to this point he he obviously they obviously i mean they have some sort of an agreement in their mind they have an agreement whether it's written or verbal that they're supposed to get x amount of money from him and he only paid him x Whatever it sound was. like they've been paid anything. If they haven't been paid anything, he's going to lose, and then he needs to settle now yeah. so not to go to trial. But I'm going to say he probably has paid something, or he had an agent who stole the money. Watch that come out. It always makes you hate to, hate to accuse because I don't know his agent, or I even know who his agent is. Well, it happens, though. Remember, Mike Madonna got hosed by his agent yep. or money manager back yep. in the day. So you got to keep your eye yeah, on I'll the ball. So. By the way, yes. If you are interested, <laughs> okay, in sponsoring a golfer, ah, I've done it. You buy shares, right? Um, and doing it on your own, stuff like that happens, right? But there's an app Ooh. called Commonwealth. Okay, it's um, it's it's no, there's no vowels in it, so take Commonwealth without the vowels. Okay, see, uh, whatever. Yeah, figure it out. And their claim to fame was they do horses and they do um, golfers. Golfers, and they had the the horse this year that won the Kentucky Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. Was, you could have bought fifty dollars shares of this horse. And what is it worth? I, people are getting paid. A, you know, a, well, they also get stud fees, a, everything yes, else. Yes, that right? even haven't happened yet. Right. So, so they've got two golfers up right now. One of them is local. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Cooper Dorsey. Okay. And so he he went to Baylor, good player at Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, there, I think he's doing thousand dollar shares mm-hmm. on him, and it, and it has all the details mm-hmm. of what you want if you want to do it. Um, it's a it's a way to get involved in in. Has he turned pro in, yet? Yeah, is he he's, on the corn ferries on, on anything? He's on Canada, PJ Tour Canada. All right, better nothing. And uh, there's have another one on there by the name of uh, oh god, I have to say this, <laughs> Joey something. Verzich. With a V? He went to Pepperdine. Okay. And uh Good golf school. Yeah, so it, it if you're gonna do something like this and you want to get involved, it costs you a thousand bucks. And would I tell you that it's a great investment? It can happen. Look at uh not Gaylord Perry, who's the other Perry who was in Kentucky? Really good player. Kenny Perry. Kenny Perry, that guy uh, sponsored him, and he says, "I'm gonna, I'm, you know, you need to give me fifty percent of whatever, and then I want twenty um, percent for life." Mm-hmm. And after about ten years, he said, "I've made plenty yeah. of money. Nice. You don't have to give it to me anymore." So Kenny Perry gave it to his church. 
He still gave it everything. I think this is a better deal than crypto right now, then. And right? Well, we're not investors. In no. That. We don't give investment advice. We don't but even play one on TV. But If you saying. want, this is actually fun. It's a Commonwealth app. Um, I've, I'm, I've got a few. No vowels. I've got a, key, a few shares in some horses. Really? Why not? They haven't, they're still two-year-olds, so they haven't. You didn't have um, a derby? How did you know which ones invested? I did research online Whatever. Like we did. Did you? So <laughs> it was my wedding reason. present to my son. He liked the name. That, yeah, I, that I had a crypto account. And I said, do you want cash for your wedding or do you want the crypto half the crypto account? Right. So I'll take half the crypto account. So crypto sucks. Right. And so we took that money out yeah. and put it in Commonwealth. Okay. And so we together we decide what horses to invest in and what golfers to invest See, in. See, and what greater thing when you're out banding around at a party? So what do you do? Eh, you know, I dabble in horses. I invest in horses. Invest in horses and some yeah. tour Got players. 50 bucks in a horse. and Yeah, yeah I you, own a horse. You don't have to give that. I own a horse. Out. Yeah. All right. So anyway, it's, it's fun. It's a bit when it's you really, go to a really bar. And, uh, and it's an easy way to do it without giving them a lot of money. Because <laughs> here's the thing. The one time I did it, Again, this was before I was in the in the golf business, and I was in corporate America, and I, and I was flush. I think I gave the guy fifty grand. Whoa! And he this was an all American from a top three school okay. in golf, mm-hmm. and his first year, Titleist gave him money and Ping maybe, mm-hmm. and he didn't do much. And it was his second year. It's like he won six times his senior year in college. Okay. He was amazingly good. Mm-hmm. All first team All American. Yep. So I gave him fifty grand. Didn't get a dime back ever. He Did he ever nev- make anything? He ne- he got it. he money qualified on a couple. Then that was a Hogan tour, right? Tour. Well, that was a long time ago. Uh, but never played in a PGA tour event ever. Wow, fifty grand's a lot. That's a leap of faith. Yep. You must have been really flush. I was. <laughs> and I knew. I look when you invest in something, whether you, you knew this guy can't miss. Of course not. And I'd play golf with him all the time, and he would shoot 65s like it was nothing. He can't miss. He can't miss. No, he missed. And so did you. Yep. All right. That award-winning segment brought to you by Arcus Golf. I wonder if they invest in anybody golf-wise. They probably could. Oh, is that a... Invited does. They invest in Jordan Spieth. There you go. But that's this is Arcus's segment. This is so Arcus. Yeah, that. yeah, that's okay. So Arcus, Arcus is great. Yeah, go to Arcus Golf. Arcus. Great courses, and they're, <laughs> they're big kahuna. They're claimed if they're shining light in the North uh, Texas area. It's going to be up on Golf News on Monday. So How about that? Stay, pay attention to that. All right, up next. I don't know if I talked to you for a while on the air. wanted to get your Ryder Cup thoughts. And one of the guys that was hired just fired somebody, a swing coach. Saw that. Near and dear to but, his heart. But, it's, but that guy is saying no. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about that next, right after we talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. If you have a somewhat aging pool, like I did, you have like old rusty brick coping and your and your plaster starting to wear out, and it just looks like, it looks horrible. You know, I, you need I, to freshen it up. It's you, time. You know, my wife and I look at houses every day. You know, when they come on, mm-hmm. Zillow's great because it just shows you. And we say, "Hey, look, we want this kind of house with a pool right, in the back." Right. And we got one yesterday, and half of the pool, the the um, tile around it, yeah, is sinking. 
The tile is sinking. The tile sinking. It's like the pool looks fine, but the tile around the pool is sinking. Interesting it's like, design. You know what? And she's like, uh-oh, what do we do? I said, I don't, if you like the house, I'm not worried. I got JT at an yeah. class, right? He'll fix that pool right up, and it'll look perfect. Yep. And she goes, really? How much is it going to cost? Not that much. Don't worry about it. I've got JT over Advanced Plaster. He'll fix that thing And I'm a ringing up. endorsement. Yep. I've sent a lot of people over to JT. He's been around since 95. I went to his house. He had a little uh, housewarming party last night. He built Saturday. his own He built his own pool. Well, why wouldn't he? He's in the business. No, he's not in the pool building business. But he he's knows guys. He's in the guys. pool fixing business. He knows pool, guys. Pool renovation yes, business. but he knows guys. So, uh, and it's awesome. Might be the biggest spa I've ever seen. Wow. Built-in spa. Wow. Anyway, he can do anything for you, uh, you know, whatever you want. And if you think you might want something, he told me don't do a couple things that I thought were apropos. He goes, nah, you don't want that. It's not worth it. Put it towards something else, which I did. I put it towards uh, an app-controlled pool. I can turn on my pump. I can turn on my spa. I can turn on my lights. And I can do it away from the house. So if I want to come home, you know, out to dinner and crank on the spa, and by the time I get home, it's all toasty. It's ready to rock. There you go. So check it out. It's advancedplaster.com, advancedplaster.com. They do have special financing available, too. So if you want to amortize that cost a little bit, you can do that as well. But you'll be that. happily, um, you will love it. You'll be happily surprised when you uh, give him a call. He'll come out, and uh, it will beautify your backyard. Advancedplaster.com. <laughs> All right, T-Box. This segment proudly sponsored by your Texas Junior Golf Tour. City of Arlington Golf Course is in Ewing, Buick, GMC, and Subaru. 850, looking forward to having him on. Armin Katane, he's a award-winning investigative reporter. He wrote an excellent biography on Tiger Woods. And he just came out with another book where he, uh, I guess, uh, well, he wrote it, meaning Billy Walters dictated it. It's a, it's a, um, auto. It's a, it's a, a it's a book. A, it's an a bio, It's a biography. Yeah, but it's it's through it's it's almost an autobiography because it's through Billy Walters' eyes. It's not through Armin's eyes. It's through Billy Walters. Right. Okay. But that'll be interesting because he did have a couple of chapters on uh, Billy Walters' affiliation with Phil Mickelson. And uh, a lot of questions to ask, and we'll do that at 8.50. And then at 9.10, some uh, some items. Got a credit card question I need some answers on. I need some answers on who is responsible for a sidewalk in a neighborhood. And uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. That's the when there's, believe it or not, there's more to life than golf. But right now, I haven't talked to Craig in a while on the air. And I don't know if uh, what your thoughts were on the Ryder Cup picks. So they left off Keegan Bradley. They left off Cam Young. They lost, left off Lucas Glover. And they left, yeah, Lucas Glover. I would have taken Lucas Glover. I, I just, you go with a hot hand. He was the hottest hand at the moment. And they should have learned from Billy Horschel. When he, he wasn't as hot as Billy Horschel was. Pretty close. Um, but he did, he was hot. He had his putter working. That mm-hmm. was his biggest weakness. His, like everybody says to me, and I, I played golf with Art Selinger this past week, and Art, you know, the long drive fame, yep. and, you know, he's got opinions on golf. Of course he does. And he's like, like you should do the show with me. You should take putters. Putters, putters win. You got to take putters. You got to take putters. Spelt in an putters. alternate shot. I think you need as good an iron play 
I think iron play wins. You can, on anything, you can put team. If you have the best iron players, you watch. Scotty Scheffler will shine. So we'll call him Morikawa. I think that's what's important. More important. He, I mean, he's telling me we should have taken Denny McCarthy on the team. I was like, well, you're out of your, mm. you're out of your mind. It's, you have something more than just putts. Yes. I, last week I brought up when Eli and I were doing the show, putting and chips around the green strokes gained. If you took the top ten in those categories, was by far the worst money earners compared to uh, distance off the tee and uh, uh, tee to green. Mm-hmm. And I, and you got so, a good iron play. So I think Lucas Glover's iron play is awesome. Okay, and I would have stat on that. Yeah. So in the last ten years, Lucas Glover was statistically the worst putter on tour. Yes. The worst. He was also the best at ball striking. Yes, and that's why I would have taken he, him. He fixed he, his putting. He got a long putter. So I. So I. I, I would have had. I would have put him on the team. Um, but I think. What and I've said this to you before. There's only one guy on this team. That when he gets to the first tee, intimidates anybody. Tiger? Brooks Kepka. Oh, yeah. I think Brooks Kepka just... Yeah, probably. He gets up there, it's like, yeah, he's intimidating. All the guys who are picked, are, are they going to intimidate anybody? I, I don't... I, this this is not... I'm going to tell you, you know, you look at the you look at it and you say, wow, we have a much, much better team than the Euros. I don't know about it's, that. It's not a scary team. And I don't, and I think that the the Euros are looking at it saying, "Yeah, we take those guys." Euros have a a really good team, probably not a lot of depth. Their yeah. last guys are not as good as our guys, so it depends on who's going to upset people. At the yeah, you know. And I think I think that you look at it as you think this is going to be a laydown. It's not. Well, I don't, have... as a matter of fact, I think we'll be down until the match play. Till the, to your till point, the singles. Into your yes, until to your point. We have depth on the team, mm-hmm. and I think we have a chance. We have a Ben Crenshaw chance mm-hmm. of of. Well, remember this: it's been thirty years since we've won on foreign mm-hmm. soil. That is like that's like an America's Cup streak. Almost, All right, so right? I have a question for you. Yep. Outside of before we get to JG, who's on the team? Mm-hmm. Zach Johnson's captain. Mm-hmm. You have five assistant coaches. Vice captains, they call them. Vice captains. And Fred Couples said that Cam Young was going to make the team. It was a lock. Steve Stricker, Davis yeah. Love, uh-huh. Jim Furyk, Freddie Couples, and Stuart Sink. The usual band of brothers. It's the same stuff. So, do we see a Tiger sighting? Maybe. Maybe he can walk. I mean, just put him in a cart. I mean, if he will add any inspiration, why wouldn't he go? What else he got going on? Why haven't we, we – has anybody seen him in the last four months? Except when he's promoting his new bit with uh, with Rory, you know, the that other golf tour, the, the inside almost like but top golf But we haven't even tour. seen him for that. No, not really. And and I wonder, is he really, really bad, or is he get is he just going to pop up in, in some event and say, hey, I'm back, look. See, that would be genius. If he just showed up, I think they would add some spark. I think so too. Even though and, he had a horrible Ryder Cup record, <laughs> and it, and it, it just doesn't make sense that we haven't seen him. And I'll ask another thing. Let's say we lose. Uh huh. Hypothetically. Yep. I hope we don't. Yep. What do you do next in two years? What out ca- uh, that group? Who's your next captain? Well, it would have been Phil. That ain't happening. No, it would have been Phil. Maybe this one, if he hadn't messed up, because he probably wouldn't maybe. have made the team, right? Mm-hmm. So, never say never. Time heals a lot of wounds. Well, it won't be in two years. No. So who'd be the next captain? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
doesn't matter. They get too much credit and they get too much blame. It doesn't matter. Now give it to, if we lose, you give it to Tiger. If he wants it. What else is he going to do? He ain't playing. Wait till the senior tour. Champions. Oh, yeah, he's really geared up for that, baby. I, I bet he will. I bet he misses the competition. He gets to write a card. That's all that matters. As long as he doesn't have to walk to his ball, he's okay. He can hit shots. He just can't, yeah. you know. Anyway, in two years, it's going to be a Beth Page Black up in New York. So it's fun. That, that will be fun. Yeah. Okay, so they picked JT. He was really the only controversy, uh, controversy going. Because Keegan Bradley probably should have been picked. He was he won twice this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT didn't do anything. He just looked lost. And they picked him partly because he's supposed to be the inspiration of the team. He's the emotional part. You might say Brooks is is intimidating. JT is the guy that you know will chug a beer on the first tee, and he just really gets into it. But and he's playing in the Fortnite next week. He is. Yes. Probably should. I mean, he's, his game has been horrible. They were showing him uh, on the on the range with noodles, you know, hitting the, keeping his swing plane. And some of the guys were saying, boy, if he's at that point, he's in bad shape. That's not good. And there are certain indicators. Like, it's kind of like going to a long putter if you can't putt. It's the, it's the thing of last resort, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll put – there's no doubt they'll put him with Jordan because that's, that's a time-tested team, just like uh, Xander and uh, Cantley. Scheffler and, uh, and Sam Burns. Well, and that's the only reason Sam Burns got picked is because Scotty probably uh, – and Sam Burns is a good putter, and right now Scotty is not. I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll give you a, a bet. Uh, a bet. Okay. I think first day they're going to hold out Justin, and they'll have him with, with either Fowler or Morikawa. Interesting. Jordan. All right, well, maybe we'll get into JT later because I want to get to Armin Katane because yeah, uh, let's do that. Stuff. Let's do that next. That was brought to you by PGA Tour Superstores. All right, up next, Armin Katain. We talk about his new book with Billy Walters, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. And we'll definitely talk about Phil Mickelson. But right before that, let's talk about Pure Swing Golf. Our good buddy, Anthony Broussard, over at Pure Swing, right near the uh, Galleria off Alpha. If you are serious about your game, and you buy a group of lessons. This is really the only way to do it, right, mm-hmm. Craig? You've mm-hmm. got to get that muscle memory going. There's no better place to go because he will tweak you. He'll see what you've got. I mean, if you're my age, you're not making wholesale swing changes. So he'll show you what you got and show you what you can tweak. And if you're diligent and you want to improve, you can even take videos when you're playing and send it to him, and he'll give you feedback. I did that this week. Hey, now. So I've been playing really, really well. Mm-hmm. But about every fifth or sixth iron shot, chunk it a little bit. Hmm. Still good enough to play it, mm-hmm. but it'd be a little chunky. Okay. I sent him a text. Hey, Anthony, I'm doing this. What up? Well, he knows your swing, right? If you've taken lessons from him, he'll remember what your swing is. If he has to look it up, he will. But he'll remember your swing. And he immediately told me, hey, look, I know exactly what you're doing. You it's probably, like fingerprints. And, and you would probably say this the same thing for me, too. I was moving the ball a little bit further too far yes, back, were. Mm-hmm. and so I, absolutely awesome guy to deal with when you're trying to make your game better. Yep. And I, all you got to do is go to pureswinggolf.com, mm-hmm. set something up. The minute you go in there, the minute you start taking your first lesson, they don't need to sell you a package because you'll just want to buy it. Yep. Absolutely. So check it out. We've used it. 
Um, people that we know have used it, they all laud Anthony Broussard and his other uh, teachers over there, too. It's Pure Swing Golf. PureSwingGolf.com when you're serious about your game. United Ag and Turf and the clubs at the Tribute tribute bring you this segment. you got the tee box, Rick Arnett, Craig Rosengarten. Also with Avid Golfer Magazine, the Tex Junior Golf Tour, Golf Moose. Got a whole bunch of stuff going on. But the Dallas Golf Expo Dallas Golf Expo coming up. All right. But without further ado, let's put on a gentleman that has a plethora of journalist awards. Journalism awards, I should say. He's been around. He's a investigative reporter par excellence. It is one Armin Katan. From HBO Sports, Sports Illustrated, 60 Minutes, the list goes on. Good morning, Armin. Morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, are you still on 60 Minutes? We had a discussion on that. No, I'm not. I when I, I left CBS News um, when 60 Minutes Sports uh, tragically disappeared um, in 2017, and um, so... It's a long story, but no, the answer is no. And I wish I, I do wish I still was in a lot of ways, but having been on that show for eight years, mm-hmm. um, it, it takes a lot out of you. You know, it's a, it's a, it, it, everything I had and then some. So there are days when I miss it, and then there are far other days when I'm, got, I'm going. You know what? I'm glad I'm, I'm not on the road like I was when I was on that show. Sadly, for a journalist like you, who likes diving into the uh, nitty gritty of stories now real sports is is leaving or at least bryant's leaving i don't know if they they're he's no, taking the, the show with him no yeah. the show's over and it was yeah. uh loved it you know i spent 12 years at that show and um ross greenberg hired me and um yeah it was an emotional week for me because uh, there was a lot of talk between the you know the, the former correspondents and stuff and and um you know it was like a death in the family it really was it was uh you know, Mary Carrillo, Frank DeFord, Bernie Goldberg, mm-hmm. Jim Lampley, myself. It was a, you know, it was a bit of a murderer's row of really talented storytellers. And um, some of the producers I worked with are still there. Uh, they're among the best I've ever, um, I've ever produced anything with. And, uh, you know, it was just a really, really tough day because, you know, as you said, there's just not that much of uh, that high level, um, really, and not just investigative, but um, really powerful, compelling storytelling. And I don't think people have the know, attention span block. anymore. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. Well, I mean, the show, we used to always say it, it was not a show about sports. It was a show about people that were involved with sports. But some of the best compliments I ever received were from people go, you know, I really don't like sports, but I love watching that show. And I was like, well, you get it. That's, that's kind of what we were doing there. And yeah. uh so, anyways, you're right. Yeah, if it's not 45 seconds or some hot take, it's probably not going to work. Okay, quick aside, because I'm a big fan of that show. Was Bryant Gumble actually writing anything down worthy <laughs> when his notes, or was he just scribbling, looking like he was doing something? He was just scribbling. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was I never understood that dynamic. Like, he he just saw the piece. So why yeah. does he? I don't know. It just cracked no, me no, up. No. Like, we used to. That was that was the inside joke there for, for the ever in a day. It was like. People would always say to me, "Is he actually writing anything down?" I'm like, "No, he's just scribbling." And, he's doodling. But it, it was his thing. But I'll tell you something. I've worked with a lot of really high end. Um, I mean, from Peter Jennings and Bob Costas and mm-hmm. and Bryant. 
if I had to Ted Koppel, if I had to put those people in a special category, Brian's right in the top of that list. He is the most um, professional, but also he has this an amazing ability to to do live television and make it seem like he's just reading you a, a story, a bedtime story, if he had to. Or he can take a moment and elevate it. And he, I never saw him get flustered. Bob was the same way. They had this incredible ability to just be in the moment and and really connect with the viewer, but never for a second did you feel like they were off in any way, shape, or form. And that's truly, trust me, that's an art form. And that's he's the, as good at it as anybody I've ever seen. That's the epitome of, epitome? epitome of a professional. When they make their job look so easy, everybody thinks they can do it. And just so exactly. natural. Well, I used that's so funny. These are funny questions because – I used to have, when I did the sidelines for the NFL for eight years, I would have some guys sometimes go to me, they'd go, oh, I, I think I could do your job. I'm like, really? You want to come down here and there's, see that light when it goes on, that little red light that goes on, and then mm-hmm. I've got 20 seconds to tell a story, beginning, middle, and an end, when I know um, that they're breaking the huddle or they're just about to break the huddle, and I've got to finish the story so Greg or Jim has a chance to set the line of scrimmage and set the play. Yep. So, yeah, come on down. And then, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, it's loud, and I've got sometimes I've got a producer talking in my ear just saying, okay, I'm going to wrap it up, or yep. here we go. You know. So, yeah, that's kind of funny because, I, oh, I can do that. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. try that. All right, we're talking Armin Katan. He, uh, he just came out with a book, and it got a lot of uh, pre-published publicity. It's called yeah. Gambler Secrets from a life at risk it's with billy walters maybe the most noted sports gambler ever most successful sports gambler. i would right? say that too uh my question uh, since you're an investigative reporter I, I would just take out the maybe i don't yeah. think any question uh, there's a there's a quote on the back of the book from jack binion who said and i'm paraphrasing but if there's a Mount Rushmore of sports betting, there's only one face on it, and that face mm-hmm. is Billy Walters, and no one else is close. No one, no one else is even close. That's how good Billy is and was. Um, the, you know, to have, the, go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. The pre-publicity was all about Phil. It wasn't that large a portion of the book. So my question to you is, how does the genesis of – we'll get to Phil. But how does the genesis start? Did Billy reach out to you? How does that all work? There was a, an intermediary. I had, um, when I was at 60 Sports, I had done a big piece on the sexual assaults and all the um, the rapes that were going on at Baylor and the football team. And Baylor hired a crisis communications person um, who I was aware of, but I had never really worked, you know, I guess with uh, on that story. He was representing Baylor. I was obviously on the 60 side and his name is Glenn Bunting and out of the blue, Glenn called me in the summer of 2020 and he goes, uh, do you know who Billy Walters is? And I was like the computer group, Billy Walters. Cause I had done when I was at SI, we had done a big special report on sports gambling in America and the computer group was part of that. And Billy was obviously involved with the computer group, though his name he was moving all the money for the computer group, though his name never showed up in the story. I'm like, he goes, yeah, that guy. And I said, yeah, I know who he is. He goes, well, he's, he wants to write his life story. And he'd like to talk to you about um, being the writer for it. And I said, I'd love to talk to him. So Billy and I talked 
And then um, I wrote a couple sample chapters that he really liked, and we made a formal agreement in in August, and we started working um, seriously in September. And I spent three years on that book, and I wow. and literally, I probably and I did the math before we started this, you know, the whole publicity for the book. I think I spent north of seven thousand hours on that book from interviews to transcribing tape to fact checking and certainly to the writing of the book and the rewriting of the book. So um, I'm really proud of it. I know you mentioned Phil and it's, yeah, he's two, he's in two of 28 chapters, but Bill's life story to me is like six lives or seven lives. And it's fascinating because, you know, he was born in poverty. He's rags to riches, to rags, to riches, to rags, to riches, to Mm -hmm. real riches now. And, but it's an inspiring story of overcoming adversity and addiction, both as a gambler and as an alcoholic, um, to, to live a really um, philanthropic and powerful and helpful life. So that's what really attracted me, guys. It wasn't so much the, you know, to do another sports book wasn't all that appealing to me, to, mm-hmm. you know, the so-and-so story, because um, I had worked with Mike Singletary and I had worked with, um, Catfish Hunter, and I love both of those books, but this was just different and different in a way that was very appealing to me. So um, we're talking to Armin Katane, um wrote a book about Billy Walters. Um, so really good book. Yes. Really fun read. I mean, f- forget about Phil on this. Just if you want to, like you said, re- read a cool rags to riches. about to rags to riches. To, to rags. But just also about a book of a, you know, we all think we can make it in gambling mm-hmm. and none of us yeah. can. Except one guy did. Exactly. Yeah. But and he did but it the, for 36 straight years. That's the thing that I get. That gets me. It's like he didn't win two years in a row or three years in a row. He won. He made money for 36 straight years. And there were years when Billy was his gross wagers were a billion dollars. So <laughs> if you do the math and, you know, you have to win almost 53 percent of your games just to break even because of the 11 and 10 and the big that you're paying. The juice, so, yeah. yeah, the juice, and he's he. There were years where Billy was up into the fifty-eight, fifty-nine, sixty percent of the games that he was That's betting, crazy. he was winning. And if you're so, did he show he dollars, showed you all of that? He showed you all the the thirty of the thirty-six years. He showed you what oh, he won yeah. in each year. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, right. we didn't get that granular because Billy's pretty. You know, he's a he's a poker player too, so yeah. he's not going to give me too much and. In that department, but it certainly was proved to me that he had a winning record. I mean, over one ten-year period, Bill told me he paid 140 million dollars in taxes on his gambling earnings, 140 million in in federal tax money. So you kind of start to do that math. He's winning at least 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars in some years, and he he blurted out one time in one of the interviews he did this year. I didn't know that that was what the number was. He won 80 million one year. So I, I was just, I was around him when he was gambling just to see what the scene was and how his mind works. And I'm thinking, I can't do this for one day, let alone, you know, 50 years of this, but he's got that mind and he's got that. He just loves the action. Um, it's not just whether it's sports, but he loves the action and investing and in, and also in in business, he's been incredibly successful as a businessman. Okay, so um, being in the golf business, 
we all know Billy Walters. Mm-hmm. If you've if you're in the golf business, you've interacted with him at some point. You know him. Really likable guy. Bought courses, um, redid but, courses. And if you know Ar- Armin, mm-hmm. you know he'll get you some on some hard hitting questions. I didn't get that take in the book. It's the only thing I feel like I missed. He, he couldn't be as squeaky clean as he made himself out to be in the book. I think that's a. I think that's a an astute observation. I think what I would say is, is that Bill lived much of his life in the gray area. Um, He, he will push um, whether it's in a business deal or whether it's betting against the line, you know, he would, he would purposely, he would purposely bet the wrong side of the game to move the, the number to the number that he wanted on the, on the right side of the game. And then he would hammer that number with 10 times more money. So, I would say, um, and I think that's one of the reasons that the that the FBI and the Justice Department were so interested in in um, in really attacking Bill over a thirty year period, and eventually getting him on these insider trading uh, charges that he was convicted on. But if you've read the book, one of the most powerful chapters to me is f- uh, sixty minutes to five years where you understand the links that the federal government went and the laws that the federal government broke, that senior FBI agent leaking uh, secret grand jury testimony to the reporters repeatedly for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times yeah. in order to set the hook and the story that involved Phil and Carl Icahn, it turned out to be complete BS. So um, I think, look, it's Bill's book. It's Bill's life story. And trust me, we had – some very adult conversations about we imagine you know, it. yeah when you've been married three times you know billy got married at first time at 17 and when he was a junior in high school and had a child by the time he was 23 he had three children and and a second wife and <laughs> now he's been married to susan for going on 47 years this month but this man has lived on the edge for a very very long time and that's those are the kinds of I'm like, Bill, if people are going to understand you, you have to be honest about your failures. Yep. And I think he's very honest about certain failures. I have certainly heard other people. I mean, Billy's not he's not an altar boy and he's not in any way, shape or form. Um, he's a zero sum game kind of guy. And you ruffle a lot of feathers, particularly in, in Las Vegas, when you're building you know, at one point he had seven golf courses and you're dealing with public officials yeah. and you're dealing with um, private entities. And uh, yeah, some of those people were not, his, are not his friends. And so, but it's his book and that's, and that's how I, I guess that's my bottom line answer is if somebody wants to write an unauthorized biography of Bill's life, um, that might be a little bit of a different story, but that's hmm. not the story I was, I was hired to do. Awesome. We're talking to Armin Katan. He uh, wrote a book along with Billy Walters, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. Okay, let's get to Phil real quick. Um, of all all the stories you got from Billy, um, the things you didn't know before, what surprised you the most with his affiliation with Phil and what Phil allegedly did? Phil Mickelson. Well, I would say, um, well, as I said, I about dropped out of my chair when Billy called me, and this was about a year, two years into our, a year and a half into our partnership, 
<clears throat> excuse me, he um, he goes, you know, Phil called me up at the 2012 Ryder Cup when he was at Medina with the U.S. team, and he wanted to bet $400,000 on, on the Americans to beat the Europeans. And I was like, what? He goes, oh, yeah. And then, you know, in the book, Billy responds, like, are you out of your mind? Do you, do you remember Pete Rose? You're the Arnold Palmer of golf. Um, and you want to bet on the, you know, he was betting on the Americans to win, right. um, which Phil, you know, when that hit the, the news, Phil's, was, Phil's answer was a non-denial denial, which was, I never bet 400000 He didn't say whether he, he didn't deny that he had called Bill and wanted to bet 400000 So that was one. He's good at that. He's very good at that. <laughs> Phil is right. a complicated guy, to say the mm-hmm. least. Um, and then number two is, you know, they were betting partners for five years, and they bet a lot of money, hundreds of millions of dollars between the two of them. Um, but Phil wanted more action. And so he went outside the betting partnership with Bill's approval, and Billy was was making not taking making Phil's bets for him because it would help Bill move a line or put some um, chum in the water for places that he was interested in betting later on. But those numbers in the book, um, when I when we got confirmation of them, and trust me, we have confirmation of them, and I'll just tell two of them that just blew me away from 2010 to 2014 Phil bet 110,000 to win 100,000 1,151 times he bet 220,000 to win 200,000 858 times good lord that's just that's just 110 and 220 that doesn't count all the 50,000s and 70,000s yep. and 25,000 that's 311 million dollars in gross wagers over a call it four or five year period. I mean, Phil has admitted publicly to SI and other places that he was addicted to gambling and he had a real problem for an extended period of time. He was making a lot of money during that period of time. So Bill's answer to that is, Hey, it's his money. He can do what he wants with it. But I don't know about you, but those numbers to me are pretty staggering. And I, I mean, one day he bet in 2011, he made 43 different bets on major league baseball games. I didn't know if that was how that's even possible to do. Um, so I think that's, you know, I think the numbers, but from Bill's perspective, the reason that Phil is in the book is because, you know, he had promised to testify for Bill at the insider trading case in New York and Phil being Phil. Um, when push came to shove, he thought of Phil first and not Bill. And, and the consequences of his testimony were problematic for Phil. And so he decided not to do it, but don't tell Bill Walters, you're going to do something and then right. not do it. Cause that's, trust me, I've seen that in the last four years or three and a half years we've been together. That's not a good thing to do. Okay. So knowing that Phil is, is highly reactionary and he'll, he'll post stuff on social media and all that. Did he ever reach yeah. out to you and say that chapter mm-hmm. was BS? Not to me, um, and his attorneys haven't said boo-hoo. And you notice, and I, I do notice these things, sure. Phil has not denied a single word other than the Ryder Cup story, which he said what he said, and I've already made that point. Yeah, He has not denied, nor his his attorneys said boo-hoo about the numbers in the book and about what Bill talks about with another ongoing investigation into money laundering that Phil was involved with. Um, 
of which another person, a guy by the name of Greg Silvera, who was who was betting on behalf of Phil, he was he was the middleman, went to prison on a on a money laundering charge. There's a lot there, and there could have been a lot more. And I think Bill did a um, a phenomenal job of sticking to the facts and not going, not being personal, and not trying to um, settle scores in a way that I think would have reflected poorly on Bill. And we had we had several conversations, not just me, but people on his crisis communications and PR side. We're like, there's no upside in taking um, taking this kind of position here because um, it sounds very self-serving and it sounds like you're trying to settle scores. Just tell the story, you know, just stick to the facts, because the facts of Bill Walter's life are far more interesting than any other life I've ever run across in my life. And, you know, those kinds of things, you just like less is more. Just let the story tell itself. A couple last questions for you, Armin. So when I'm going through the book, I actually got exhausted listening to Billy's daily life routine because it did show, it told me one thing. In order to be successful in gambling, you can't just play hunches. you got to do research. you got to have just your living, gobs yes. of data. Yes, you have living. to look at trends. Every So he didn't do that by just flipping a coin and, and having a oh, hunch. Oh, God, no. And that was crazy. And the other part that made me laugh was his, the gamblers, the who's who of gamblers in Vegas when, when they, I think it was Jack Binion who started oh, that gamblers gambler golf tournament. Oh, yeah. my God. There should be and, a movie about that alone. Absolutely. I mean, can you imagine but, every hustler, every, you know, kind of a con guy, and I mean that in a, in a very um, flattering way, and they all were golf hustlers, right? But they all either were bookmakers or they were drug dealers or yep. they were living on the edge someplace else. And they all show up at the same place at the same time to gamble against each other. And, and then the side for, bets. And well, the, the part side that, bets. Well, the part that got me, Armin, was, was the fact that anything went. You could cheat and do yeah. whatever you want to do. You can put Vaseline on your club fit. You could do whatever. You just The only rule they had and was absolute, you had to play the ball where it lied. I know, isn't that the best? And then the, the only Black rule. Swan story. Remember the Black Swan story? Yes. Where, where you know, Gene McCarley's there, and he's a playing partner of Bill, and, and you know, I won't go into the whole thing, but there's a Black Swan involved, and the Black Swan takes a, you know what, on, uh-huh. on Gene's ball, and, right. it, and it's like, and Gene's going to clean the ball and replace it, and Billy's like, no, you have to, you have to play it where it lays, dude. And it was a crappy shot. It was a, yeah, a total <laughs> crappy shot. And Gene, I talked to Gene about it. Billy told it, told it really well. Gene, I was in stitches when Gene told it. Um, and, you know, you can imagine this swan was very upset because Billy had known that this swan would attack you if you drove past it in the golf cart in a certain right. way. So he drives right up to where Gene's ball is, right where the swan is, the swan goes like to DEFCON 4, uh-huh. attacks Gene, and then goes over to the ball and does what it does with the ball. Now Gene's got to hit the ball. And it's like, I'm like, you, got, you can't make that. I mean, I was like, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jack Binion, Doyle Brunson, right. uh, Dewey Tomko, Gene McCarley, these rounders that just don't, ex- Doyle, you know, Doyle passed recently, but these people don't exist in, you know, in our lives now, they they are from a different 
time and place. And one is more funny than the other one. And they're all, um, they just love action. And so Billy fit in with them, like, you know, fingers on a glove. And, yep. and so, you know, that's just the kind of stuff that you're just, as a storyteller, you're like, oh God, I can't wait to write this. Well, appreciate you popping on today. Unfortunately, this oh, is a live radio show. This isn't a podcast, so we can just go on forever because I would love to do that. But, uh, Armin, Thank thanks you. for popping on Armin Katan, his new book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. The The chapters on Phil are fun. They're good. They're very insightful. But the whole but, book is but worthy. But the whole book is worthy, and uh, appreciate well, you popping on. Uh, this Sunday, it's the number two book on the New York Times uh, non Look at you. So, Look yeah. at you. And it's underrated yeah. at number two. So, and, and if you're putting in, you. and if you're putting in seven thousand hours of research and everything, so your hourly wage is slowly bumping up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Take care, Armin. Be good. All right, that's Armin Katan. That was fun. You really need to read the book because it's a fast read too. Gambler Secrets from a Life at Risk. That was brought to you by Mercedes Benz of Plano. Well, we're going to have a quick segment coming up next because that was worth it. Um, Let's talk about – I have a credit card question, and I also have a sidewalk question. This is something – You're going to be able to do both? Maybe. I don't know. But first, we've got to talk about the Stevens Cup. The Stevens Cup is going to take place on – it's going to be on October uh, 7th through the 9th, I believe. And it's going to be over Trinity Forest. And it's going to have the who's who of college golfers. Women's Field is going to have Stanford, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Texas. The men's side is going to have Florida, Stanford, Arizona. Um, it's going to be awesome. They've done a terrific job. It's going to be match play. It's it's just going to be great. That would be Florida State, not Florida. But okay, thank um, you. I will tell you that in terms of great schools and great golf, You'll be, you're looking at the future PGA Tour stars. So if you want to go see something really cool and, and watch golf in a real true team event, there's not much better than going to see the Stevens Cup. You'll be able to go see it. I mean, it's going to be it's reasonably priced. I know the tickets are what twenty bucks. Twenty bucks that includes parking. It, I mean, you get to see Trinity Forest as a mature golf course now. Yep, and it's, it actually looks really good. There's so many reasons to go do this. I mean, all you have to do is go to StevensCup.com. By the way, the, the tournament's 9th through the 11th. 9th through the 11th of October. I misspoke. But you can get uh, uh, tickets. They're also looking for volunteers. So if you want to get up close and you, you want to see it for free, yeah, you want to see it for work. free, and you got to maybe carry a score, uh, a score placard, something like that. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to head on out there because I'm going to see these guys annihilate. It's that fun to watch. It's fun to watching it. And when you watch somebody shoot a 65 or or you know some somebody kill that golf course, mm-hmm. you're going to say, all right, I'm remembering that name because yep. I'll see him on tour pretty soon. It's the Jackson T. Stevens Cup. Go to StevensCup.com. It's October 9th through the 11th. Uh, tickets you can get for 20 bucks, and that includes parking and attendance, and I think you will absolutely love it. Go to StevensCup.com. Like I said, that's the, that's the one thing about live radio. You have breaks. Podcast, you can kind of roll right through it, but uh, that was good stuff. I, I enjoy talking to a guy like him because he's seen it all he's seen the dark and dirty of just about everything uh, whether it was Baylor or point shaving or whatever so good stuff I would 
wholeheartedly recommend you get the book. Say on another on another point, mm-hmm. um, seventh place. They beat Italy for seventh place. Yeah, they lost the they lost the game yesterday. They're playing team? a game for seventh place. Uh, I don't even know who's on the team. What was it? Will Ferrell movie? They were going for fourth place because it got him into the NBA. Oh, what the hell's the name? He was in the, he owned an ABA team. Tell me you'll find it. Yeah. That was one fourth place, watch. fourth place. It is like seventh place. How many, how many people went to that game? All right, this segment brought to you by Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. Let's be a quickie, and then we'll come up with Sydney Pro. Yes, that was it. So my question is this, uh, not to do with golf, but so when I'm going overseas later, I decided to get a uh, a credit card that gets you miles. Yeah, and it's through Good the airline, you. right? Okay. And I think, okay, so everything I spend, if you go to a gas station, you get double miles, and sometimes you go to a restaurant, you get double. But I've noticed this. When I go to a name brand or even a two-letter gas station, when I put in that card, I get charged a dollar transaction fee. No way. Yes. Why is that? Is that a credit card bid, or is that the that? Is that the gas station bill? So the rules have changed in the world of credit card. You used to be able not to charge a credit card fee. Like, well, they do now. Like, like, they they don't like American Express some proprietors because they get charged. They get charged too much. So back in the day, when we would do big ticket, like if I wanted to pay my printer, Uh you know, we print the magazine with a credit card. Yeah, he would. He wouldn't take it. Hmm. And I said, oh, I'm paying a little bit more. I get miles and stuff. He goes. I, it's not legal, and it wasn't legal back then. Okay. Now, if he wants me to, if he wants me to pay my credit card, he'll charge me a three percent fee. Right. Which because he gets charged back by the company, right? Well, he just you know if it's thirty thousand dollars to print the magazine, um, that's what he wants from me. Why would a credit card company charge a fee when you're utilizing the their credit, credit card, card company's not you charging the fee the printer's charging the fee the gas station's charging the free the fee but i thought it was because the the proprietor is being charged extra by the credit card company like american express seems like they charge the most to they to do a store. they it's come down i know but i'm so, why of, would they do anything because they're getting money from from the consumer what do they care they're not getting any money from consumer if you pay your bill on time the credit card company doesn't make any money on you well that's america express problem because they want you to pay on time that's the right. whole bit that's right? why they but, but you if you can't have it both ways you, the one you have which is yeah which is you know if you didn't want to pay it this month you could pay minimum payment and move on right, right. i don't if you don't yeah then they're not making any money on you but they're so they got to get it from the from but they're the, banking on the people that don't and more people don't pay it off every month than do but why am i being charged a dollar fee on every transaction that's that's and it's gas, only gas stations that's a gas station i wouldn't go to anymore I mean, it's, I, I can't tell you why, and I bet most 90% of the people in the world don't, didn't even notice that it happened. It comes up on my on my phone. You've been charged a dollar by, and then I get the charge for the gas. That's they're completely different. Why? It's not, a, it, they want to get an approval on your credit card. Uh-huh. Check it next time. If you do 50 bucks in gas, if they charge you the dollar the first time, yeah. that's just they're holding your credit card. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, that makes yeah, me feel better. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, and you, that'll happen right. when you're traveling a lot, right? Yep. You get a hotel room, and they're going to put X, X, hold more money on your credit card for incidentals. Yep. So. All right. Get, well, thank you. That's why, a, you're, that's why you're Mr. Business. You're, you'll double fit. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. So how many miles have you accumulated? 
Uh, Can you well, get to Italy yet? If I got to Italy? Can yet? you get to Italy yet? Your miles. Uh, well, I've already paid for the ticket. I know, but that's I'm how I got the bonus. Hypothetically, um, you paid for your trip yet. You know, I think, okay, so let's just say, hypothetically, you have 70,000 miles. That doesn't get you, it gets you probably up and back domestically. No, um, or is I, it twenty-five I, each way? It's about if you if you work it right, you can get a good flight, one-way flight for about twelve thousand miles. Who wants a one-way flight? Well, I mean, I'm, you got to do round trip because I've got kids and they're going okay. to here and there and as well. All right. right. Okay. Well, that's um, good to know. So yeah, seven thousand miles, pretty good. All right. I'd keep going. I am. And, it, and so in a couple of years, you can go get a first-class ticket somewhere fun. Hey now, get on a pod. Get the pod. I love the pod. All right. Uh, it is about 9.35. That was brought to you by Golf Moose and your Park Place dealers because – oh, bear with me real quick. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Park Place has all sorts of really good dealerships, and they have great service. So They're I'm amazing, I'm and you can get the Mercedes EQS. I reviewed that. It's the all-electric SUV. It is the most opulent um, – electric car you'll ever get it seats up to seven and they have a 56 inch hyperscreen. it goes all the way across the dash it's to die for it's good stuff so go to three park place motor cars locations dallas arlington and fort worth all right up next um a well-known golf course just raised their rates again i didn't think that was possible worth it We'll discuss right after we talk about the PGA Tour Superstores, our proud lead sponsor for the last three, four years, five years, Craig. We At love, least. We love that relationship because we love going in there. We are one of their most fervent customers. We go in there. We don't buy one thing. We buy stuff. Well, we do that because if you mention the T-Box checkout, you get $50 off $250. Amen. So you don't want to go every week and just spend 30 40 bucks. You want to go in the next two to three weeks when you have all this accumulated stuff you need. Yep. Then you go spend the $50, the $250, and then you put the hammer down and scream T-Box as loud as you can at the at the register, and they'll take 50 bucks off. How about that? And get this, Ryder Cup's coming up. So if you're into apparel and you want to wave the old stars and stripes when you're watching us play uh, – Europe, they have men's and women's Ryder Cup apparel from Barstool, Footjoy, Polo, RLX. That's who's the official brand of Team USA. So you can uh, dress head to toe and support your team. I wonder if Justin Thomas gets to wear RLX. Interesting. Yeah. Acquiring minds want to know. All right, so check it out. It's PGA Tour Superstores. They have apparel. They have equipment. They have pickleball. They have tennis. They have hitting bays. Full bag fittings. Whatever you want, it's all there. And don't forget, mention T-Box when you check out $50 off your first 250 PGA Tour Superstores, they don't got it. You don't need it. Fansplaster.com brings you this segment. So I've, I've had a winning day today. Have you? Yeah. I Fledgling is a word. And I learned that my these dollar transaction fees on my credit card come off your card. So I'm going to have to pull that off later because our buddy Scott Miller. Yeah. Loves um, word, make, I mean, gives me the hardest time of every time I screw up. And you Duly know, noted, yeah. And as you know, I do it more off the air than I do even on the air. It's true. And he loves to call me out on it. And he didn't start listening till about nine o'clock today, so he missed all that. And and he hammered me for having a mere 
you know, under 100,000 miles on my on my uh, frequent flyer miles on my credit card. You can get around for 70,000. You're not the, the I know. you're not the astute traveler, not, not yet. the astute yeah, frequent right. traveler well, as Scott. Is. I'm not astute either. He's got one of the best deals in the history of ever. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. I know, but I'm just saying. There. He travels a lot. I know he does. He's Although he did tell me he uh, was thinking about it going back to his private jet thing. Hey, Scott, you know where we live. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's good to have rich I've, friends. I've it? done it like maybe I've done it twice, and it will ruin you because it's so You did it awesome. twice with me, right? I did. Yeah. And it's so awesome. But, you know, that's a whole different I've, As a matter of fact, when PGA Superstore opened their first store, mm-hmm. it was in Atlanta. I remember that. And they said, we want you to see it. Mm-hmm. We actually took a flight. We took a, a private, jet. We took a citation. It was uh, whatever. A citation. It yeah. was fast. The G5. Yeah. Uh, we took a G5 to Atlanta just to see a store. Yep. And then flew back. All in one day. And it was the funniest damn thing. What did that cost them? They gave us the crappiest lunch ever. You remember that? It wasn't that. It was their, don't mention it, but it's, it was their ad agency's plane. Remember? Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah. Okay. So, speaking of money, and you and I have played this course. So, Shadow Creek in Vegas, Las Vegas, it's open to MGM uh, customers, right? Mm-hmm. It's have to stay at the resort. Got to stay at one the of resort. their hotels, right? And I remember it was the it was the course that was the toughest. You don't need to look at your text every time somebody texts you. Shh. I'm... Okay, so um, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was built. They dug it out sixty feet and then built it back up. My favorite golf course. It's really nice. What's cool about it is you'll never see another foursome that day while you're playing because they I think they wait three or four holes before you That's, before you tee that off changes a little bit Does it? I, the last time I was there um a twosome went through us oh really yeah that's and I was like really I want to rebate okay I want to rebate I believe that. it might have been the president of MGM okay well, but okay so my question is this so we'll get to the cost here in a second but my question is if you're a whale I guarantee you have access, and I guarantee you don't have to pay for the round. Yes. If you're a certain level. Yes. Whatever that level is. It's got to be a high level. I'm sure it is. But everybody else, you stay at the MGM, and you want to get a tea time, it will cost you now $1,250. It's gone up $250 since the last time they raised it to 1000 and that wasn't that long ago. And I'm thinking, okay, so I looked at two ways. So when I... We were working with them, and usually when you're in the media, you contact somebody and say, hey, we'd like to go come out there and review your course, do a feature on it. Well, normally they say, sure, it's free advertising. What do we care? Well, I had to go all the way up to the EVP of operations to get okay for us to go play it. Yep. Never, I've never, ever had to do that. But it was worth it. You know, we would not pay. But then when we tell this, we went, the cost was $500. Which back then was outrageous. Did we have a media rate or did they cover us? They covered us. Okay. But but it was $500, and I thought, oh, my, this is this better be something for 500 bucks. And then I thought, and I think rightfully so, since I'm not a huge gambler, but I know people do, so you amortize it, the entertainment cost per hour. This is what I do to justify stuff. 
and I'm thinking I could have blown, fi- or anybody could have blown $500 in 10 minutes on a craps table. At least I get five hours and I have an experience. So if you look at it that way, now 1250 bucks. you're no, starting to get to It's interesting because when, when you gave me the uh, schedule lineup, the show lineup, and I saw this, I thought about it. <clears throat> and I've played the course six times. Mm-hmm. Five of the times I didn't pay. Okay. Um, Good it, for you. It, it, and so, so to ask, you know, what – and it is my favorite golf course. It is my favorite golf course mm-hmm. of all – I mean, it's I've, a not, I've not played Augusta, not played Pine Valley, but in all the courses I've played, it's my favorite. If you get dropped down blindfolded and they put you right in the middle, you have no idea where you're at. And, and I'll say this. The only thing it lacks – is history. Okay. Like, if that were where the Masters was the last 100 years, you'd think that was the most amazing place. But they have opened it up to some some, uh, TV play. Yes. So people have seen it. LPJ gets to play out there sometimes. Yeah. So it was really hard to to quantify at this point because when you say, you know, what would you pay to play it? Mm-hmm. I haven't. Pay, I, I paid. I paid one time, and it was client golf, and and I could write it off. Right. You know? right. So I've never really paid. And I was going to take my son this year mm-hmm. to Vegas for his birthday. Yeah. With Moose and Rocco. Right. And because it was his 60th, and it was like, okay, we're going to mm-hmm. all go have a good time. Sure. And we were talking about, well, it's a thousand dollars. And we all kind of looked at each other and said. Okay, if we can make this work, why not? It's it's major, especially if it's first time for the other guys. It's major birthdays yep. for both of them. It'd be really cool, and the four of us could have a really good time mm-hmm. in Vegas together. Right. And I haven't talked to Moose and Rocco yet about moving it up to twelve fifty. Because for me, think about this: if I want to take my son to play, forget about the rest of the trip. That's Just to take bucks. my son to play golf is twenty five hundred dollars. So it begs this point. I could take him to Pebble Beach three times. So it begs this point. If you had a chance to play Augusta, I would liken it to the old time honored bit, which I still don't understand. When you buy an engagement ring, this is this this is the jeweler's lobbyist right. pulling his what was it, two months? Three salary? months. Three months salary. Gross. Gross, salary. yes, yes. I always thought that was funny. It was funny. How much how much would somebody be willing to pay? On a gross monthly basis, you know, salary, how many months would they think was worthwhile to play Augusta once? What's the give me the experience? Is it flying in, play the course and leave, or is it staying in Butler's cabin, Ooh. having dinner? Well, let's just say it's playing the course. Yeah, you got to stay. You got to stay at the at the uh, strip mall across the street. I wouldn't. I, I I'm not spending even a half a month. I make good money though. <laughs> Mark that. I should have said that. Wow. See, my my bit would be, I might spend a little bit, but I would want to be somewhat guaranteed it's going to be a good day. And can you pick your foursome? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Invite me. Maybe. I'm going to charge you half. Invite me. <laughs> but no, that's the thing, though. So if you go there and it's pouring rain, and you're still going right. to fight through it, that would. Suck. Or if it's January. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go in January. Yeah. Although, that's when they're open they're from October to the Masters, isn't it? Octoberish. They're yeah, open they in close the winter. In the summer after. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's a lot, and it's something to consider. It's like okay, of all the courses that are over a thousand dollars to play, I think Eli and I did this um, one time. You know, I just 
just figure it's two fifty an hour. It's well. Here's the thing: if you were thinking about paying a thousand dollars to play around a golf, yeah, Shadow Creek doesn't come up. No, Pebble Beach. Yep. Even I mean, uh, think of all the ones that you would like to play. I mean, uh, Kiowa maybe, maybe yeah, Sawgrass. You know, those are the ones that come up because they have history and we know them. You know, it's funny. St. Andrews isn't even close to that on cost. It's it's. It's like pennies compared to twelve. Yeah, but it's uh, my brother-in-law's going next year. It's so hard to get a tee time, and but you can spend right. a lot of money up front to right. guarantee a tee time, and it, sure. I think it comes to a thousand bucks. I get it. Okay, so and, and the plane flight. So uh, it it's funny and to me that it lacks the panache mm-hmm. that all the other courses over a thousand dollars have. But I will tell you, um, playing golf, that's my favorite golf course. So far. If you were going to think about, like, this mirage in the middle of a desert, and it it was like golf heaven. Whatever they put in there was all imported in. Nothing was indigenous. Um, It's really something. But I will say this, and you and I differ on this. I know we're we're getting to the end. My second place would probably be Pebble Beach, and you don't love Pebble Beach. I love Pebble Beach because of the six or seven holes that are awesome on the water. I mean, right. going over to seven and eight and nine and seeing the water like that in 18 it is is unparalleled to any other course you can ever play, I guess in the, my mind. And the other side of it is is the history. I get we've it. all played it on yep. on some game, a mm-hmm. video game, and we've seen it every year. We see it every four years in a major. I've played it three times. And so to be able to go see there, I got to play it with my dad. I get how it. How cool is that? I guess yeah. my other question would be how much would I be willing to pay? play uh, Cypress Point. That's my other I would love to. All right. We have friends. You can go to Cypress or Augusta Ooh. next weekend, but only one. <sighs> only, I have she, to think about Scott's that. taking the private jet for us. He's only going one direction. Which way are you going? I'll have to get back to you on that. That'd be tough. Alright, it is uh, 9.50 something. Let's uh, return and talk to a brand new show. Yay! On the ticket. So I get this uh, breaking news what? from our good buddy uh, Greg Durani, who runs the city of Arlington. So the storm that came through last night was power-packed going through Arlington. It was really pretty. Well, he's not thinking it's pretty because yeah. he said it was a straight-line winds like tornado oh, no. that went through Arlington. and it. Uh, so Lake Arlington has been closed for a few days. No way. To clean up, yeah. Wow. So, word to go, the wise. It's going to be under 100 in there and, and uh, weekend, and they're going to have to close it. It must have been pretty bad. You no, know, it sucks. Nature has not been kind of golf courses this year. I mean, no rain. And you got a wind, a tornado going through. It's like, and the, and the heat. I mean, how many days do we have of uh, plus 100 degrees? Things are looking. They are looking better. They're looking crispy. Well, I, hoping for the best, Greg. So, I watch because, you know, it's our job to review and rank golf courses especially mm-hmm. november's coming up for their daily fees and the smart guys have really done what they have to do you know water's scarce yeah and so they're they're flooding fairways greens and tees but if they have they have well water let, they're, and they're, they're letting hurt. the they're letting the rough kind of get crispy yeah which is probably a smart thing that's fine you don't want to be in the rough anyway all right a lot of people to thank today and then we'll get to a brand new show current out of your engineering awesome job as always connor and- caldwell Running everything back at the station. Not bad, guys. Nice job today, my friend. And Travis Huddleston, Meh. expertly delivering ticket tickers twice. You are a fledgling. Yeah. Good pipes, though. Fledgling? 
All right, without further ado, oh, and uh, big thanks to PGA Tour Superstores, uh, 50 off 250. If you go in there and mention T-Box, all four locations, and they got all the new Ryder Cup gear. So you want to go USA, you can dress Got my hat. It's right back there. Of course you do. And uh, don't forget Golf Moose, big one coming up Monday. If you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. You go to golfmoose.com on Monday, and you will be aptly rewarded. Yeah, I think that's about it. So uh, without further Dallas ado. Dallas Golf Expo. Dallas Golf Expo. I'm sorry. Go to dallasgolfexpo.com because we have taken that over. And it's going to be March 15th through the 17th. You got it. Check it out if you want to be a uh, vendor, you want to have a booth out there. Or you want to volunteer. You want to volunteer? Go volunteer at the Stevens Cup, then volunteer for us. There you go. Give you free stuff. Pay it forward. All right, without further ado, we bring on a brand new show. We have the honor of introducing them. It would be one Kevin Landrum, near and dear to our heart. Trader. Jacob Dedimore, almost near and dear to our heart. And a newcomer, Zach Gilbert. Right? No. No. Zach Gilbert. Zach Gilbert. He runs. Oh, that's funny. I was no. I was nailing the landing until that. That's a, that's an auto. That's an auto buddy. I know. Sorry. So sorry. Zach Barnett. Zach wow. Barnett. I know. What can I say? What's the name of the show? Getting freaking old. That a boy. I like that. So is it all college football all the time, or is it that's just because it's before? Football. Okay. Okay. No Mavericks talk. No Stars talk. No. I didn't no. call you a traitor. Yeah, you did. I did not. No, no, no Kern did. did. That was not me, buddy. Yeah, Kern, <laughs> Kern did that. The pe- I'm just, I'm just proud. Another the peanut gallery. Another T box uh, alum is moving up in the world. We are the world's greatest farm system. Yep. I'm sticking by that. Nobody's better than the T box. Not a chance. Wow. He can. He might be able to become one. We'll let you know. But jury's out. He's on probation. He is fledgling. You were uh, you were star status over here, Kevin. So yeah, yeah, we've been very fortunate. So what's his last name again? Gilbert. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad, your dad is yeah. so proud right now if he's listening. Bite me, Zach. It's like, oh, that's a ticket. That's the tee box. What do you want? I mean, notoriety might be on Friday. Get more pub. Never know, right? I will that's give a you a, for somebody who's won one or two. I can give you this piece of advice. One or two. Don't try to make any break because if you try, yeah, it'll it, be sniffed out. It'll be a, it'll be sniffed out. It won't. It won't be good. Nope. Let it come naturally. And then when it happens, embrace it. Let it grow. Let it grow organically. All right, so real quick, what's the what's the overall – how do you lay out this show, your show? What are you going to do? Yeah, when yeah. are you going to talk about Georgia? I'll call in if you want. Don't bother. Yep. Mm-hmm. He worries me. There was never a better quarterback until he got hurt 
in last year's Alabama game. I've never seen anybody decimate an Alabama defense like that. And then it was gone. And then he, he I don't think he's been the same since. Not well, maybe we'll opinion. hear more about that at 10.30. Okay. You guys going to make any bets? I mean, you guys you guys are now learned college football analysts and experts. Yeah, you need to know, I need to know when the Georgia segment is so I can turn in and when the Colorado segment is. Ooh. A little bit. Who are they playing today? Yeah. Then they play SC. Ah. What are you serving? Oh, is ringing. What are you serving? <laughs> there you go. There's no doubt. We have a, do we have a uh, show sponsor yet? Can no. Yeah. Call Call Jim Quirk over to Ticket. You can sponsor the world's greatest newest oh, show Frankie on the Martinez. Or Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Frankie. Sorry, Frankie. Forget about you forgot about Frankie. I got I know, you. No, that was really bad. I got you back. Call Frankie. I got first. you, Frankie. All right. I I can't wait to hear what your open is, what your theme song, all this good stuff. On the tailgate. Miss you, Kevin. Cheers, boys. <laughs>